Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Los Angeles Lakers are finally back. Let's get to it. The Lakers held media day yesterday, and boy, there was a ton of stuff to get to here throughout the day. Uh, There was the Lakers being asked basically player by player about the vaccination status and uh, their decisions to get the vaccine and what it means collectively that all of them got it. Uh, We got some some good answers there. We got some very honest answers, and then we got, you know, Dwight. Um, We had the... Uh, Lakers collectively really talking about sacrifice, which is something that I have really hammered on throughout the offseason here, and that was great to hear. We also saw chemistry really kind of jump off the screen as you watched Media Day take place. Also really fun to watch. And then, you know, Hillbilly Reeves or Hillbilly Kobe, Austin Reeves is maybe my hero. Oh, and I guess you got to talk about Anthony Davis playing center. I guess we should talk about that. Let's start there. Let's start with Anthony Davis discussing playing the five, the fact that the Lakers, you know, this is part of the theme of sacrifice here is Anthony Davis saying that, yes, he is in fact ready to play center. He discussed it and compared it a lot to uh, the amount of center that he played two years ago. Last year, he played like 12% of his minutes at center. A couple years ago, he played about 40% of his minutes at center. Uh, The year before that and the years before that, his best year really as a pro, he played almost like 90% of his uh, his minutes at center back in New Orleans. Again, in his best uh, season to this point as, as a pro, surely a coincidence. Uh, but but we we're seeing here with Anthony Davis there was there was discussion about him maybe starting at center didn't really get a definitive yes that is going to be the case he said that there are going to be some games where he starts at center he said there are be there are going to be games where uh, Dwight or DeAndre Jordan start at center some of that is is health uh, permitting some of that is matchup permitting uh, what I find interesting about the whole starting conversation though. That's not how most head coaches, and especially Frank Vogel, really operates. He does not change up his starting unit night by night. So if that is something that they are going to do, it feels like some compromise there where he is telling Frank, look, I know you prefer to coach like this with the same starting unit uh, unit every single night. I am not willing to start at center every single night. So let's try to find a compromise here. Um, and, and I'm sure on nights where the Lakers aren't playing against, say, Denver, where they have Jokic, Philly, where they have Embiid, Utah, where they have Rudy Gobert, um, I'm sure in those games, you'll probably have Dwight or DeAndre Jordan starting at center with AD uh, playing the four. There are going to be some nights where they aren't playing those teams, and AD says, yeah, there's a center there that I could take advantage of. Um, and then, and then, look, the other thing, too, is if he is successful enough over the course of the season at center, that might make him increasingly more open to uh, playing the center more consistently, whether it's at the start of the games. And, and really, all that really matters is at the end of games when you want the Lakers to be at their absolute best. But again, I thought that Anthony Davis's response to questions about playing center, uh, other players responses about AD playing center. Russell Westbrook at one point just said, yeah, AD playing there makes us a better team. 
I thought that kind of honesty, that kind of openness to the uh, notion of sacrifice really fit into, I thought, the most overwhelming theme of the day. AD wasn't the only one talking sacrifice, though. Russell Westbrook discussed some of the things that he is going to change in his approach to make his teammates better. Uh, you had LeBron James talking about that on occasion. The The entire notion of, of the vaccine, and, and you have Dwight Howard and Kent Bazemore, who back in the spring said they flat out were not going to get the vaccine. Um, LeBron James himself said that he uh, initially was skeptical about the vaccine. And you know what? The fact that all of those guys were willing to put those those issues aside and do what is best for the Lakers, um, again, really just fits into the notion of they are in this for each other. And that was really the only, that was the, uh, look, Dwight's comments and, and the HIPAA thing, not ideal. I was really happy to see that Bill Orem, somebody finally rebutted the whole stupid HIPAA thing that that athletes have been relying on to avoid questioning about this um Dwight's response wasn't ideal obviously not I thought LeBron's though really was let's get to that Ben Golliver translated this so this is how he wrote it down quote Lakers LeBron James who was vaccinated explains his hands-off approach to vaccine advocacy quote I can speak about myself. I think everyone has their own choice to do what they feel is right for themselves and their families. I know that I was very skeptical about it all, but after doing my research, I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but my friends. That's why I decided to do it. You guys know me. Anything I talk about, I don't talk about other people and what they should do. End quote for a second. Not quite true. Back to quoting. I speak for me and my family. That's what it's about. Uh, we're talking about individual bodies. We're talking. We're not talking about something political or racism or police brutality. We're talking about people's bodies and well-being. I don't think I personally should get involved in what other people should do for their bodies and livelihoods. That would be like me ta uh, talking about if somebody should take this job or not. Listen, you have to do what's best for you and your family. I know what I did. Uh, I, I know what I did for me and my family. I know what some of my friends did for their families, but as far as speaking for everybody in their indi uh, individuality and, and things they want to do, that's not my job, end quote. All right, so a lot to parse there, and I want to start with his initial skepticism of the vaccine because he clearly was not alone. The fact that by getting the vaccine, doing that research, getting the vaccine, he did something that very few people in 2021 are really willing to do. He was willing to say that his initial skepticism wasn't right for himself. He, he made the wrong call initially, eventually fixed it, and, and now he and his family are more safe for it. He said that his friends, he told that his friends, uh, you know, he hoped that his friends would get vaccinated. That is, in, uh, in a way, advocacy, right? That's, that's what, you, what you say to your friends and your family on a public health matter is, and, and then admitting, by the way, to saying uh, on a public health matter to your friends and family, hey, man, I, I think it's best if you guys get vaccinated. Like, that is advocacy. It's not, it's not saying it and beating your chest about it. That's what he is comfortable doing. And in that sense, I am happy with with this result with with this result and with his response i think it's a very responsible and mature response when he talks about like 
he's not comfortable telling people what to do with their bodies. You know, whatever. That sounds like something a, a labor union rep would say. That is a role that he filled previously. And when he says like he's not comfortable telling people what to do, what jobs to take, given the fact that he is basically general manager of the Lakers, that sounds a little funny. But overall, while this wasn't necessarily a perfect response, this was, I, I, I thought, a great one. Now back to the actual team and some of the stuff that they were talking about with basketball. Um, I thought the other really interesting thing here was how they all discussed a culture of competition, getting back to competing for roles. Nobody said, like, I am looking to start. Nobody said that I am looking for X amount of, of minutes per day. Nobody said that, you know, they're, they, they are looking for X number of shots per day. All of them up and down talked about whatever they do get, they are going to earn. And in order to earn it, they are going to have to compete against each other and then obviously compete in NBA games. That sounds fantastic. And the fact that, by the way, they said that and were so uh, clearly happy to see each other and, and, and get together and really seem to get a kick out of being around one another, you combine those two things and that's going to be, at least at the start of this thing, We'll see how things go, you know, by game 62 or whatever it is. But but as of right now, this notion of competition and the camaraderie that you see there means that it'll be hopefully productive competition where the guys who do get the roles, they will have earned it. And, and the people who uh, now have to compete to win some of that job back or, or get more minutes over the course of the season, they're going to have to compete against them in, in a similarly productive matter. So the combination of competition and camaraderie is was just phenomenal to see. <laughs> Lastly, and on a, on a more funny note, I really got a kick out of Austin Reeves, <laughs> just seeing him around there. It's like five, six Hall of Famers that are walking around the Lakers practice facility today. There's, I think the Lakers this season set the record for most combined all-star appearances on a roster. So you're seeing like like some actual legends of the sport all walking around in the same uniform and Austin Reeves is there uh and, and he really looked like somebody who just won a raffle for, you know, the 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 Lakers experience, the Lakers fan experience of a lifetime. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. I thought him leaning into uh, the Hillbilly Kobe nickname and, and Taylor Horton Tucker's response to it, where he basically just like laughed about it. I thought all of it was really, really great, really funny. Um, and overall, a very productive day. Now, by the way, we get to the actual production. Practice starts tomorrow, and we're going to start getting reports of, you know, so-and-so looks great, so-and-so looks like they might start. There's legitimate wondering about how great this guy might be all of that good stuff um is going to be really fun to to pay attention to over the next by the way like four or five days and then we jump right into the lakers first preseason game sunday which uh should be an event in and of itself so overall again great day we're gonna have a ton of content about media day here on silverscreenroll.com um, on this feed, if you haven't already, check out Alex Padilla and Alex Regla talking about Media Day on their show Taco Tuesday. And then tomorrow, Sabrina and I are going to break down some of the other stuff that we noticed that maybe some of the uh, some of the other people who are writing and talking about it today for SilverScreenAndRoll.com 
uh, might have missed. Until then, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.